normal. Move it. Normal people. Normal people. Move it. Well, it's October 2019, so let's talk about Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> it's so timely. Yeah. Uh, it's the only movie anybody's talking about. Um, this is NMMP. Man, it's so good to say that again. Oh. <laughs> There's more that comes after it, Jordan. Yeah, no, hold on. Oh. That part might feel good. Oh, but... God, it's... Oh, it just... It's... It's Andrew Scratch. I was going to say, it uh, scratches yeah. me right where I itch. <laughs> NMNP is $2 a minute and $1 yeah. for every minute after <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go. Go. One, <laughs> one each. <laughs> NMNP, fuck. F U K. Agents are standing by. <laughs> nope. Agents. They are not. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. This is uh, <laughs> this what kind of sex line is agents. <laughs> I should really know better from right. personal experience. Right? Yeah. If anybody on this show had experience, uh, I would get it. Okay. Um, I might as well change this title to mine. I'm Jordan and I'm a male escort. <laughs> So uh, I'm joined here with my two, um, and I mean this literally, boneheads. Um, uh, Andrew, the smartest guy in the room, but no one cares. Accurate, yeah. 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 And the boozy man child, Alex. <laughs> it's half right. Yeah. I'll let you guess which half. Half right for a three word Actually, sentence. I feel like you should have probably reversed my analysis. Yeah, oh, for but sure. Yeah. But me, the, 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 the sex talk at the beginning <laughs> smut filled Spider Man episode really threw me off. Yeah. Simply um, the hottest Marvel Cinematic yeah, Universe. That ain't movie. webbing. Uh, I said, that actually. ain't webbing. <laughs> Jordan, we already did the Sam Raimi uh, Spider Man oh, movies. Yeah. Um, That's it. We're talking spoilers for a movie that came out six months ago. Um, and for like anybody who would be listening to this has already seen it. So, you know, deal with yeah. it. Um, no, but seriously, we're about to spoil. We're about to spoil the movie. Yeah. So for any of our listeners who are yeah. not like United mileage plus just, members. Yeah. Uh, Especially those people um, who are listening, who have seen every Marvel movie, except for uh, infinity war and this one. Yes. Yeah. They 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 were gonna watch these, but you know the, the whole Sony and Disney split happened. Oh, yeah. They just gave up. Mm-hmm. Gave up. Um. So, anyways, were you emotionally affected by the traumatic ending of Infinity War? Good news. It's reduced to a hilarious joke in this movie, which is kind of funny. It's a good bit. It is Somebody really yeah. increased to a hilarious joke. There's yeah. No reduction yeah. happening. <laughs> um. And that sets the tone right away for um, a movie that actually sort of has a bit of tonal discrepancy, you know, that I think about it. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's, we, you know, countless people were talking about how they were going to um, navigate, like, a three-year or five, oh, however, is it five it's years? It's five years, yeah. um, Between Thanos killing everybody and them coming back to life mysteriously. Um, it makes for some funny jokes here, for sure. Um, especially the Martin Starr one is really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, anybody who was hoping for what I'll say, like a daredevil Netflix series caliber approach to this issue will be very disappointed. Also, there's no kingpin in this movie. Yeah. 
So get over it. Also Show was canceled. Move on. Yeah, no car <laughs> no. door shenanigans. But they might bring it back in 2021. No, it, I'm pretty sure most of the actors are on record saying that they wouldn't come back, even if the impossible <laughs> situation was somehow rectified. Um, yeah, like like uh, Jessica Jones is dead as a doornail. Well, that's probably for the best. Yeah. Didn't they like almost fix Iron Fist? Like they changed who had Iron Fist. Well, just put in up time your hand if you come back. put up your hand if you ever sat through a single moment of that show. Alex is the only one with the <sighs> hand up. I didn't even make it through the first season. Holy that, God! That's me. That's me. I was. I was. Daredevil comes out and every critic in the world is like up their own butts about it. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm waiting for Iron Fist. (laughs) Now that one's going to really knock your socks off. It didn't. My socks were on, dude. They remained firmly on. Yeah, they remained firmly on like five episodes in when they gave up. Um, Now that I think about it, how many people do you think played the Daredevil series and knew that a series was coming and turned it off once they realized Ben Affleck wasn't going to show up? It's not zero. I can tell you that much. Do you think, how many episodes did those people have? Oh, they made it through to the end of the series. They thought that maybe he goes into some sort of, what we called last time, a reverse Lazarus pit, (laughs) which just ages you. uh, And maybe he'd become Ben Affleck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Didn't happen. Then he was Batman and now he isn't. So again, get over it. (laughs) (laughs) It's Ben Affleck's world. We're just living in it. Yeah. Um, So... Far From Home is like a, you know, it's designed as a bit of a, uh, you know, dessert for the uh, endgame viewers who didn't necessarily want another three hour somber epic where several <laughs> characters die permanently. Um, so this is definitely like, yeah, it's, it's, it's designed to show you a, definitely a lighter side of the MCU and one that you saw in homecoming for example but um how effective that is and like whether this movie is like a, should be viewed as like a palate cleanser or something in its own right is some of the stuff that we're going to try to talk about today um it's so this is um a movie where everybody goes to europe which means that it's like bound to make the same like contrived teen yeah. sex comedy jokes about vacations and yeah, that's an interesting point of like down to the premise. There's a lot of parts of this movie that feel like they're from a different decade. Yeah, and of I was, comedies and yeah, yeah. I was worried about yeah. no. Go ahead, well, Alex. Homecoming kind of aimed for a similar thing, right? It was it was aiming for a specific kind of other genre that it was cribbing from for the non super heroic parts. Does, a lot of just stuff be, seem more natural though, in that like Spider Man is known to be like a high school student character. Yeah, but, like that's the fair. idea of like we're taking this show to Europe is mm-hmm. definitely a well that that in itself, like Homecoming in itself, is a palate cleanser from Civil War because you're moving away from this fractured like you know where's the team going from here story into a like a very very. I can't say like street level, but like a very, very small yeah, scale. Can. Yeah, okay. I would yeah. I didn't want Alex to fucking butt in and tell me that, you know, Spider Man's not really a street level character. Well the thing about Spider Man no is Moon he's Knight. known to yeah. uh, <laughs> well, really the Punisher is more what you're uh, Oh yeah, that's another character that's gone forever. Twenty twenty one, they get the rights back, Jordan. Yeah, I don't give like, up hope. Yeah, they'll get whoever played Punisher in Warzone. I'm sure he'd uh, jump at it. 
Yeah, Georgia doesn't even look know at who my was. who is like Ray yeah. Stevenson, I think. Oh or yeah, something like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you'll read sure, my Reddit not? post on the subject. I think you'll see my theory is <laughs> it's either Ray Stevenson or Ray Romano. There I don't we know. Yeah, I uh, I actually passed by Ray Romano um, in the streets several months ago, like right before I moved and before I moved back. Obviously, he seemed very angry. Was he, wait, in Austin? You? No, 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 in New York. Okay, all right. Um, he was angry at you. I he was walking angrily <laughs> through the village. I mean, you following him saying "Deborah" yeah, 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 yeah. is probably yeah, not yeah, a yeah, great yeah. introduction. But <laughs> I yeah. was actually dressed up like um, yeah. star of stage and screen Brad Garrett. Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> oh, Lobo himself. Yeah. yeah, and I had been punched in <laughs> the stomach, so my voice was really low. <laughs> That joke sucks. Cut that, Andrew. Do you want me to just cut the joke of you uh, accosting Ray Romano in no, Washington me, Square Park? No, yeah. somehow in some sort of Frankenstein Brad Garrett situation. <laughs> yeah. Jordan definitely wants you to keep his celebrity encounters on right Exactly. Here. If you want that, listen to my Jordan Celebrity Encounter show. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one called, Jordan? It's called One Time I Saw Ray Romano. <laughs> How many episodes are in that show? It's 70. <laughs> I really explore it from every angle, like the forgotten movie vantage point. Jeez. <laughs> one of the I episodes. I was thinking about that movie. One of the really? episodes is from Ray Romano's perspective. The other day, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get back to Acosta thinking about vantage point. Yeah. Well, Listen, he was, he was photographing he, a lot of the He's got like a Rashomon thing going on. Yeah. On. Uh, Maybe I should have just said Rashomon. And not the like <laughs> decades later no, no, inferior. No. I like, think I think we deserve to bring Vantage Point back to the discourse. You know. Uh, well, anyways, I think you're doing us a service, Jordan. Okay, let's try and negotiate back to something close to what I was originally yeah. trying to say. Yeah, um, I mean, both are set in Europe. It's about yeah. Ray Romano. Yeah. But, <laughs> Jesus. Um. So Homecoming, what I liked like so much about that was um, we were seeing a high school Peter Parker and not like a very aged jerk like he had been in several uh, previous movies. Um, the, like they were bringing fun energy to a, like a character that is this, this usually just like super mired in trauma and grief. Yeah, which they, they went whole hog on in the yeah. previous uh, yeah, like, amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you also had, like, an approach to the character that was, like, actively repellent. <laughs> you didn't, like, dour skateboarder? No. It, yeah. Like, someone who knows he's attractive and, like, flaunts it in front of but, ladies. Are we still talking that, about Spider-Man? Or no, I went to a club yeah. before I got here. And, <laughs> yeah. That's why I was late. And that's, that's where the smell came from. <laughs> From the club? From what? The club. <laughs> Anyways, um, I much pre- like I much prefer the homecoming thing where it was like literally fully about getting to know this character, especially since it's a character that you know America has already put like dozens of hours into his like film versions by themselves, let alone like the fucking sixty-year history of the character. It was just not, I would really like the approach that they took for that movie. I liked keeping it in New York. I liked. Probably my favorite villain from the series, like from any Marvel movie. I loved friggin' Michael Keaton in that movie, and the twist is, was great. And yeah, I really like Homecoming a lot. And they certainly don't keep that really narrow scope here. In fact, I think one of the things I like least about this is how broad it becomes, both in terms of like this plot and even the jokes are really like they could have come from 
like Andrew yeah. was saying, like a teen sex comedy of the 90s or 2000s. Yeah. It seems like Homecoming is not as spread thin as this movie. No, it's model. extremely focused on yeah. one character and his relationship with like other characters and everything comes back to him. You don't see like elaborate trips overseas with like <sighs> with massive set pieces set around landmarks, which is like you What about when they literally leave and go to Washington DC and then there's a massive Fair set enough. piece set <laughs> around <laughs> Washington DC? You're right. Morning. You're right. Uh, did we see the same movies? I, hey, I only think it's a trip <laughs> if it's more than a five hour train ride. You know, oh, it's okay. a lazy crutch to keep on having stone towers fall over in your movies. Okay. <laughs> What's with yeah. all the rubble here? Yeah. <laughs> Can you clean up? What's with all the rubble could also be the name of this entire show. <laughs> no, that's my Flintstones podcast. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, <laughs> I assume it's you and just you on that That's one. me and a guy who unsuccessfully tried out for Fred a few years back. He's not happy. By tried out for Fred, you mean a, like, Times Square Fred <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's right? Yeah. 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 You think kids would even know who Fred Flintstone is anymore? Anyway, so what I did... <laughs> I was a, I was a, mommy, I was attacked by a mean caveman. <laughs> and he didn't say a word. <laughs> but he did force me to pay money to have exactly. my picture taken with him. <laughs> they left that out at the ending of this movie. And he drops MJ off and then she <laughs> immediately... Yeah, swarmed by yeah. Like, times on Elmo yeah. and a Master <laughs> Chief. Yeah. And an you think there's like a Grover. Times Square Iron Man or is it in bad taste in the oh, universe? Yeah. Oh, oh, that doesn't that wouldn't stop anyone in Times Square from doing that or nuts. The <laughs> die is like yeah. Please, please, yellow cookie monster. I don't have any money on me. And he's just like, shut up. Yeah. Pay me or I'll fight you. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> this is a most freewheeling episode yet. <laughs> it's up there. Anyways, yeah. Alex, continue what you were going to say. Save us. Um, what was I going to say? That I kind of disagree. I, I think that the it, it, it is a little broader. You know, there's more movement and you know, full disclosure, I'm biased, like, globetrotting. I've got, like, a globetrotting receptor in my brain that lights up when movies have <laughs> too many countries in them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's why they won't <laughs> let you rent Indiana Jones anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's why Rick Steves' travel special is at the top of a cost of <laughs> yeah, sandwich yeah, he board. Keeps tra- <laughs> he keeps trying to make us watch home videos of his <laughs> trips to various <laughs> state parks. But, guys, Correct. the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but I, I do think it makes sense in, in keeping with, like, what Spider-Man, you know, what he's dealing with at the time, which is, like, there's that kind of undercurrent of, like, is is how big is he going to get? Is he going to step up to, like, an Iron Man level now that he's kind of Iron Man's successor? And they keep on returning to that in different ways. They mention it, like, they, they specifically call it out at For one sure. point. It's like the emotional um, crux of the movie, I and, think. And, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, it's kind of about him getting out there getting more exposure and like maybe he doesn't want to do that and meanwhile in the plot you know he keeps on getting forced into these new countries i mean he does expect to be traveling around but nick fury is literally also like moving him around the world making him do shit that he doesn't want to do you know i i think there's like a a a justifiable i think it's justifiable just from like the the thematic cohesion there um and it does get some points from me because it um it avoids like the I am Spider-Man no more 
shit that we've seen a million times. Also. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. I, like he's I, it's, running it's much better. Yeah. He's running away from the responsibility to some extent, but it's not like it doesn't yeah. eat up 40 or 50 minutes of the movie where he tries <laughs> to act normal. And we know that he's going to get into the fucking costume again at the end of the movie. So why you fucking yeah. wasting our time? Yeah, I agree. It, it deserves kudos for that. The entire franchise, I'd say just that you have somebody who always is like, yeah, as you said, is enjoying being a hero. Right. It also helps that the previous series, like the amazing series, had like debuted with an awful movie. And then the second one somehow <laughs> took the ball and ran further <laughs> with like new levels of crap. So like the bar was this very time he low. really doesn't want to be Spider-Man. Though. That's <laughs> oh, it. You don't understand. Yeah, I, I think I think like staging it as. I just need a vacation takes on such a different tone sure. than like I'm done with Spider-Man. Yeah. It That's also, nice. yeah, it also helps that for, you know, for the second movie in a row. And this is also extremely uncommon for the other Spider-Man movies. Um, you know, with a few exceptions, you have, um, a good villain here. You've yeah. got like, not only a good villain, but you've got a great actor who's like whole hog, like on board with this role. And, like brings a charm and and like takes an approach to this that most people who hadn't read the plot already wouldn't necessarily expect. Yeah, this this could yeah. have been like a really bad role or a bad character yeah. in the hands of a worse actor. I think Gyllenhaal carries a yeah. lot of this movie. Yeah, this could have been very easily unintentionally funny, his character in that. Yeah, but instead <laughs> he just like, it's weird because he doesn't do a ton of like, outright comedies very often like he's his roles now are like tend to be well you haven't seen the prince of persia then that was that was years ago (laughs) but sorry jake yeah i mean stuff he does take like has a comedic edge like he was in that fucking um um, velvet buzzsaw don't watch it it's on netflix um so he does like (laughs) satires and shit but it's it's nice to see him take a role that's both sinister and very, very funny at the same time. So, like, hats off to him for sure. He's no Michael Keaton, but he's pretty good here. Yeah. But I do think that... I mean, there's no way around it because it's a globetrotting movie and it has to be more complicated than the predecessor, like, with this approach. But I just think... I don't know. It's... This is a really stupid complaint, but there's a lot of... There's maybe a few too many, like, wheels in motion here. I like involving like at a plot level or with not even at a plot like, Yeah, I think it's just <clears throat> I'm trying to think of the best way of saying this. Like, I don't, I didn't get a ton out of the Shield stuff, um, especially since we've already seen it front and center, like a few months before this came out, where it was already like you know Nick Fury, who is amazing always. Like Samuel Jackson is the heart of this whole MCU, but like. Coming you think, this, like, Mysterio could have just shown up and been like, hey, Spider-Man, like, we should work together. I think they should like, have brought so in... it's so good that you're here. They should have brought in another... Like, the, that whole stuff would have been better if they had even brought in another, like, character from Endgame. Maybe someone who didn't have a ton to do who could, you know, maybe you have counterbalance. I'm trying to think. sounds like you're <laughs> fishing for someone. Like, you're trying I to... I think Doctor Strange could have been an interesting right, character there it here. Is. He's a Doctor Strange fanboy, and he wants to... No, I'm just kidding. Hey, 
the, he's he. I don't know if he technically starred in Infinity War because a lot of that was like a stand-in because I think he had theater <laughs> commitments. Yeah. Uh, I like. I think that it would have been nice to counterbalance um, Mysterio's approach with someone who isn't with you know without the shield shenanigans that. Um, just personally, I was I'm a little tired I, with. I almost feel like the shield thing is there to like f- convince the audience more than. For, like, Peter, you know what I mean? Right, like, like, spoiler alert, like, things aren't what they seem. <laughs> um, that's, like, the fucking crux of this whole movie. But, yeah. uh... And if yeah. you know anything about Mysterio, yeah, that's it. But Yeah, that's one of the weird things, is that there was no... I guess, I guess like, the elemental, like, your fake-out trailer villains, but the, the problem is Mysterio is just, like, too well-known for anyone to seriously consider that they they would do another take on the character yeah. and be like, well, maybe he is a hero in this universe. Yeah, I mean, like, Skrulls can be heroes, so can this character, oh, right? Yeah, I guess that's fair. And maybe. they go from... But I don't think anyone was buying it. I think everybody was just like, okay, but he's going to be a bad guy, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that also it's, like, I, I almost am glad that he is as unsympathetic as he is here because there's definitely a pattern in many of the most recent Marvel things where they really like try and humanize the antagonist. And it was getting into a bit of a rut. I think sometimes like think of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Think of, um, think of Dr. Strange. Think of, um, Dr. Strange that sympathetic. No, Mordo is at least presented as a a sympathetic character. And obviously in homecoming. Well, yeah, but Mordo's not a bad guy yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, remember that was Dormammu in that movie. I know and, it was Dormammu, and but Mads Mord- Mikkelsen. Yeah. I, 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 I got it. Let's just watch Death Doctor Stranding. Strange again. Death Stranding. Yeah. <laughs> you got a real Doctor Strange thing going on. I know. Um, Do you watch it on the flight back to New York? That's if. You, by the way, if you have to watch one movie on an airplane, don't make it Doctor Strange. Like one comic book movie, you should see on a reasonable size screen and not formatted to fit yeah. your TV. Yes. It's probably that one. Yeah. So skip that and watch Gravity. And oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Watch um, anything that's a serious awards contender on the smallest screen imaginable, as preferably if it's like a flight that's prone to interruptions from the pilot. Yeah. That's a really great way to yeah. watch any movie that you care about. That's what you want to save the imitation game for. Well, for sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, on, on that note, don't make my mistake and watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 on any streaming service. That sucks shit. It is... Those effects do not survive any amount of streaming I was, that Amazon is willing to give me. I was also surprised at how much... I mean, this is completely fucking obvious to anybody, but... God, those effects in this movie looked a lot better on the big screen than they did on the small one. I just gotta say. <laughs> oh, for Far From Home? Yeah. Uh, well, like, what? Which ones in particular? Just, like, like, a lot of the... Like, this is a movie that's, that's like, filled with elemental monsters. Yeah. And the, Come like... Come on, man. Use your imagination. Yeah. The, I mean, the, you were criticizing, like, it's, like, a lot of the, like... A lot of, like, movie fire. Like, prop fire. <laughs> It just didn't, like, obviously, if we're going to recommend anything, a piece of advice for the show, it's, like, see these movies in theaters. Because even a terrible one is way better to watch. It's Trust me, it's way better to watch 
Suicide Squad in theaters than to watch it on a TV at a restaurant where you have no control over the TV and you're waiting an interminable amount of time for your food to be ready. Uh, from what I remember of Suicide Squad, that movie's also hard to see what's going on. Well, <laughs> that doesn't, you know, the theater's not going to help that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's just dimly shot. Yeah. And, hey. Yeah. They, gotta, hey. they don't like to put a lot of, uh, you know, lubrication on the lens in Toronto. What? Huh? What is know. it like a Diane Sawyer interview? I don't like what? Yeah. <laughs> it actually is, but it oh, goes no, off okay. the rails really quickly. <laughs> so it's just like a Diane Sawyer. Yeah, interview. and then they're yeah. like, "Whatever you do, Mr. F, like, don't drive the Batmobile into the shot." And then he does it, and they just have to make a movie around yeah. it. Yeah, that's why there are three Batmobiles at the bottom <laughs> of Lake Ontario. But yeah, <laughs> fuck. Um, do you think anybody in the theater anywhere? in this world is enough of a diehard MCU fan that they recognize the box of scraps guy. Uh, like, like the actor's the, direct the family, maybe, but yeah, yeah, in the bar. Like, yeah. Cause he's in the bar, like before the yeah. illusion is revealed. Right. And you could be like, Whoa, wait a minute. Like the I box wa- of scraps guy. I want to know if that person is out there and if they do, I never want to talk to them about it. <laughs> well, isn't the guy William is the character's name, right? I yes. Named yeah. in this movie. I is don't it, think is he it was, the, no, is he, it the kid from Christmas name, story? Like, is it? That I read a I so I there was an article specifically about like how it came about that they decided to bring that particular character back. And it was like a it was like an early decision. It wasn't like an opportunity thing. They like called the guy up and be like, Hey, we just wrote this character into the script. Can you do it? Um yeah, I think it's the kid from a Christmas story, one of the kids. Yeah. Maybe it's not the kid. Maybe, really, I'm, maybe I'm revealing how much that. research we do before we uh record these. Andrew's shows, damn dialogue hey, connection is gonna make this very hard to fact check. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, we watched an entire movie. That's so much research. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, Lord knows that most critics don't sit through the whole fucking running time of Aquaman or something like that. Yeah, you pretty much get the gist of it after 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, you'll miss Julie Andrews, but, you know. You definitely get the gist of that movie in 45 minutes, and then you have another two hours left. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're underwater. We get it. <laughs> we get it. He likes to make a joke sometimes. He sleeps with the fishes. Yeah, right uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, I looked it up. I'll do the research now. His, the actor's name is Peter Billingsley. Oh, here he is. He's yeah. He's the lead in A Christmas Story, and then he did a bunch of just like whatever he wants to do after that. I guess nothing huge. Uh, and shoot. is Far From Home on his IMDb known for? Uh, yes, it is. I believe. Uh, just, yes, yeah. it is. It's number three. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> this is <laughs> Iron Man on there, I assume. Like, and we just okay, the thing here we, we go. Just said we're about just gonna guy. we're gonna to pass the time. We're gonna read this man, Mr. Peter Billingsley's <laughs> IMDb thing. The point being, he so played anyways. a ticket agent in Four Christmases. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. All right. He, Next uh, segment, please, Jordan. Uh, hold <laughs> Can on. please pull up your itinerary? <laughs> he was on two episodes the of The Wonder Years. Oh, never mind. I'm interested again. Yeah. Keep going. He was on the recently announced to be revived Punky Brewster, but the Jordan, original one. Jordan, okay. I actually lied. I'm not interested. Okay, in sorry. <laughs> sorry, Peter. It's um, a bit I'll of a prank. S- I'll have to send you a bit of the money back because I <laughs> promised you. Much like Mysterio, this was all a ruse to get you guys to look this up so I could promote his body of work. Yeah. But, I mean, I got about 12 this, seconds. That's good for $500. Come on. Some sponsors would be overjoyed for 12 that's seconds. That's true. Yeah. Um, got an audience of three. 
I let's shift away from the funny here <laughs> and talk true. about the fact that I have huge issues with um, this movie's tone deaf approach to like not trusting the media at a time when <laughs> honest, like diligent reporting is under assault worldwide. Yeah. Okay. And to have Hold a bunch on. of like it's- smarmy bungholes be like, don't trust what you read on TV. It's, How much does that happen in this movie? It it's happens like, like five or six twice. times. It's uh, it's like two or three times. There's a lot of different lines of like, don't believe what you sh- you can believe everything you see on the news yeah. sarcastically. A lot of like Mysterio's goons talk about how like easy it is for us to fool like a billion people. Yeah, it's just it's messaging we don't have, like, really need right age now. Illusions. <laughs> but the fact is, I mean, I have to give it some credit because this is the first feature length deep fake. This movie was never, like, filmed. This is, like, predictive software impersonating several yeah. actors. Yeah, Nic- yes. Nicolas Cage played <laughs> yeah. 75% of the yeah. roles in this movie. Yeah. It would explain the weird stunted voice work for a lot of the cast. I love you. <laughs> Mary Jane. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a collage, I tell you. I Not mean, her name. It's a um, movie. No, it is. They couldn't get MJ. It was just a bunch of Michael Jackson. Her name is Michelle. They call her MJ in this movie. They don't call her Michelle. Yeah, they call her MJ. It's not sure for Mary Jane. You... I mean, Alex, don't believe everything you hear. <laughs> a great piece of How advice for this fucking it's like show. Twice. It's like once in the movie and then once in the end credits where they're like making fun of Daily Bugle, you know, Infowars shit. Yeah. It's Listen, great... Daily Stormer, take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not a great, like, thematic topic to, like, dwell on in this This movie. is what we get for getting Alex Acosta on our show. Jesus, <laughs> Fucking peddling his hate. God. Keep your Damn hate it. to yourself. We're talking easy. about Spider-Man. Fine, right. talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm not crying. <laughs> um, so, ultimately, like, an uh, here, I'm going to try for like the 10th time to steer this towards a legitimate (laughs) conversation. Um, I think this movie has like a bad case of Iron Man three syndrome where it exists as like an afterbirth to a major, (sighs) you know, game changing movie. Well, how is that? Like, I mean, just uh, as a counterpoint to that, like homecoming is also a movie that very much, a lot of other movies in the MCU are kind of required viewing for that. Like that movie exists as a post Avenger, but it also at least has the like, it, it is a, like a full character study and a new approach to that character that, um, you know, is is just dis, like designed to like enrich our future experiences with him in subsequent movies pending Sony's yeah. agreement. But it still <laughs> plays into like the MCU world building a lot. Yeah. But with yeah. But sometimes I think that like these sort of afterthought films um, which is a really arbitrary term that I could probably just substitute for like you know, somewhat underwhelming movies. Like, a lot of them just um, have identity issues. And we talked about this with Age of Ultron, too, where it's like, this this spectacle is gone, and it's in the shadow of a better, more interesting movie. Is it a stakes problem? Where it's like the, you know, it's directly living in the shadow of a larger conflict? I mean, I'm fine with, like you, like you said, Andrew, I agree that, like, Homecoming, you could say the same thing about that, but um, Homecoming stakes were also really personal, and it just sort of, 
it just seemed like a like a stronger and more focused story. I think again, constantly jet setting and changing locations every fifteen minutes here. Yeah, doesn't really do much for the focus. Nor does like adding in a string of like like nineties and two thousand sex comedy jokes about like buying porn in a movie theater and yeah, no, in, a, in a hotel room. I mean, I see all my porn in a movie theater. But <laughs> <laughs> um, well, do you think that it comes down to um, like Homecoming being a movie where all of the story kind of feeds directly feeds into its theme of Peter sort of like earning his like the responsibility yeah. of the suit and earning the like respect of Tony exactly. in some ways. Whereas this is literally in the shadow of his skeleton. Yeah, but also that like a lot of the there's not the same like uniformity to like what the scenes are building towards. Like a lot of them are, you know, leaning into some of the themes of like, you know, what Peter's life after Tony's death is going to be like. Some of it's like playing into a lot of like the, the many different subplots that he has with his like teachers. Like none of it is all basically all the action in this movie is not directed towards like the same theme and the same sort of arc for people. Yeah, but it didn't feel like an evolution to me necessarily. It just sort of felt distracted. It's not. It's, it, it's I feel like Alex is like, going to disagree with us. So. Well, you talked about how like uh, when we were watching the movie, we brought up how like some of these MCU episodes, because of the expansiveness of that universe, some of them, it's resembling more of a TV show. Yeah, that's what Alex said. Or he said yeah. that it was like that the episodic nature. So why don't you tell us about that? Oh, hey, hey. well, I don't know what... Andrew wants to use it for, but the basic premise is that, uh, well, what I had said was that um, some some of the more connected strings, like Spider-Man is directly connected to Iron Man, so there's, you know, and then with the Avengers movies that they're both in, there's what, like seven, there's like three Iron Man movies, three Avengers movies, yeah. two Spider-Man movies, you know, that, at this point, like, uh, you, you, there's so much backstory in there that... You know, how how can you even keep treating it like a normal movie series? Because any normal movie series, you get that far in, you, you just, like, completely give up on any kind of through line. For sure. But the weird thing about the Marvel movies is that they haven't, that it's it's all connected and it keeps on building. And it, it becomes very episodic or television-like, yeah. whatever is you want to say. Is the point behind that that, like, a lot of TV shows, like, every episode of a TV show doesn't have to, like, bring a character forward? Well, those are always the worst episodes of the TV show. When they try to do that, you mean? Or when they don't? When they don't. When they pass up fucking character-based stories and go with, like, broad, meaningless filler, it just makes you angrier and angrier as, like, more of that comes. <laughs> as you until you write a sentence. strongly worded letter to your cable provider okay, that- and say... Where did Steve Carell go? Yeah. Why is this? Why is this show not funny anymore? And then the letters become increasingly threatening. <laughs> but that's kind of what I felt like to me. Like well, that, it, it no, felt, I, that's what I was going to no, say. No, no, no. It felt like it felt like a like a, a either a long delayed sequel to something where like they go they bring it to Europe to try and freshen up the formula, or it felt to me, especially after Alex said that stuff about the episodic nature of it. Um, it felt like a show that was that's anchored on two lead performances and one of the actors has just left the show to do movies <laughs> or something. So there's just a giant impossible gap to fill. I don't think it's like a giant gap, but it definitely shows like the filler that is in this movie is a lot more apparent after having seen like Homecoming. Like it's a lot more obvious that this is not. And that's why I think it's just in the shadow of 
different movies. Like, I think that without Tony here, and, like, obviously they tried to make it so that... Happy sort of takes a lot of Yeah, Happy, maybe he can do that, or Mysterio possibly could be the mentor figure, but there's just so much missing, like, from a from like an emotional perspective here. I don't know that at least they like push the like Spidey and MJ stuff like further and they're great together for sure. And if, if they are, you know, if Sony is continuously willing to like yeah. well, accommodate us here, we, that should be fun in future movies. It, but is it just the conflict of like, this is a movie that doesn't know whether it's about like, you know, a kid trying to have fun in Europe and a kid dealing with the loss of a mentor. I, I like think it feels like those are two things that you can't really yeah. find the same tone uh, well, for. Well, okay, so I don't totally agree. So, so here's the thing: I have to agree with what Andrew was saying. Uh, definitely, um, this is not as it's not all pointing in the same direction like Homecoming was. I gotta make sure I don't get him swapped. Uh, yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> Spider-Man was Forever on. is what the previous Spider- movie was called. Yeah, the Amazing yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man too. Spider-Man yeah. and Robin. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man um, and Robin. <laughs> You know that those movies had to swap titles, by the way? I was reading about that. They wanted the movie that we know as Batman Forever to be called Batman and Robin and vice versa. Because that's one where they introduced Robin. And then the next one is the fourth one. That's why it's Forever. Yes. Yeah, that makes more sense. sense. Actually. (laughs) Are you saying those films don't make sense? (laughs) Anyways, um... I think that what you just said, though, I think Andrew just said, um, hold on, we're getting some medical r- assistance in the background here. Yeah. <laughs> we were officially too mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. Our show's on life support. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it literally needs fresh blood. <laughs> uh, all yeah. Proceed. <laughs> Acosta, uh-huh. you were saying? Yeah. yeah. Yes, Speak that's what up. I'm saying. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I think... It's on life support. I love it. Okay, I'm done. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I think you forgot to mute yourself for that one. <laughs> oh, as if Andrew gives yeah, me yeah. any control over that. Exactly. I'm in a high <clears throat> chair right now. Yeah. My hands are tied behind my back. <laughs> yeah, my fingers Good. always have yeah, over the mute. I'm naked except for a diaper I, right now. <laughs> That's the only way I could convince Andrew to do an episode. Yeah, otherwise you break the mic every time. I've seen it. <laughs> There's so. no mic. I'm speaking into, like, a, a megaphone. Yes. <laughs> it's in the next room, yeah. which is empty. Yeah. Other than the microphone and the chair. Uh, so the thing about having the, the mentor figure die off and also him trying to have fun in Europe, I, I don't think those are so disconnected. I think he's specifically taking a vacation because he just lost somebody important to him doing the superhero stuff, right? right. And maybe we all putting... grieve in our own way, Acosta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I don't... Oh, I... no. I yeah. mean, you're right. Yeah. I, I guess, maybe? I, I don't know. I guess it's... Maybe it's grieving, but maybe it's also just taking a break, you know? Like, right. it's... Superhero stuff is hard, and it hurts, and you lose people, and you know? That and, sucks. Yeah, and to in your defense it's just a way better like like i think that um superhero movies um are the worst at a lot of things but they are particularly <laughs> like colossally terrible at depicting 
grief by and large, or depicting any like complex any negative emotion, yeah, any like emotional perspective. I, like think about it's depicting the Dark Knight Rises after Uncle Ben died. Yeah, in which movie? Who knows? <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it's true. This is a genre that, like, the only motivation that they seem to come up with for, for like, to drive people is, like, the death of family members, the death of loved right. ones. Right, I would say so. that, That's fair. I would say that, like, Endgame is the first movie to actually, like, make loss into, like, a central, like, a central topic without, like, cheapening out, though, you know, obviously sure. it's going to work and, out in the end. And yeah. I, maybe I should clarify, I don't think that's what this real movie is about. I don't think it's a way for... Peter Parker to grieve necessarily Certainly or the even to would be not. They, they, yeah, it, it's definitely not, not. Yeah. They, they sort of focus on it as like, that's something that's going on with his character. It's just that a lot of the, like the hijinks that are ensuing in that trip don't match or me- like mesh with that tone or what that character. Right. But I, I don't think they're a hundred percent going for that. I think they're more like, you know, uh, they're, they're kind of treating it as, He's he's past that. It's been a little while since Endgame. Um, you know, in Endgame we see the funeral for Tony Stark. Um, yeah, that kid from which Iron probably Man three wasn't, is like, there. The next day, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably took him a while to travel back from like Texas or wherever that movie went which, to. Wherever um, there was a gas station, I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> some middle of nowhere town. I got it. Anyways, my point is, not I, I I don't think I don't think. This movie, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, is necessarily about a grieving process. I think it's more like he is now past that. Maybe not no, not over it. Come on, I'm not sensitive. But, you know, he's past that You're point, and now it's more of a... <laughs> well, that's a lie, but I play a character on this podcast. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> um, no, he's... Tr- Peter Parker is trying to, like, figure out what's next, right? And he doesn't want to think about it. He wants to put it off. And I think in a light more like that... The movie is a bit more cohesive. It's about like, well, maybe I don't need to move on on my own. You know, I have this other mentor here. He seems like a cool guy. He's from a different universe. Um, You know, maybe this will work out. Okay, that doesn't work out. And then, you know, maybe I can do this other stuff. Nothing is working. And in the end, you know, this is is the key. Hold on. I'm going to spoil every superhero movie ever. They win. It just works through the list. Yeah. Yeah. You just... You just you just figure you just look at how the good guy beats the bad guy and and that's probably what the movie's about, right? This does not work. I will note for Dark Phoenix for X Men Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Please do not. Well, try you to said apply movie, this. You, not like yeah. collections of esoteric takes. <laughs> yes. So that you know, viewer beware, you're in for some brain injury if you try that. But you look at this one and it's like he can use his spider sense the whole time. He just doesn't want to he's stressed out he doesn't want to think about it and he just has to like it's one it's just a very simple like oh the power was in you but it's it's not the power it's the he, he doesn't need anyone to rely on anymore that's so i once got in a twitter fight i know that's very unlike me but <laughs> i once got in a twitter fight with somebody who said that he didn't like how much how how, how spider-man in the mcu is just a sidekick he's just iron man's sidekick isn't he just a, like I, I? I love Spider-Man. I hate that they made him a sidekick in Man, these movies. Like DC it's like, fan sixty nine <laughs> picked the fight with the wrong person. And the thing about it is, like, I think that's such an uncharitable way to read Spider-Man: Homecoming about Peter Parker trying to do his own thing and and you know failing and then figuring out like how to do things on his own. Like, 
what that means to him and, and how that works in the real world. Uh, and, and, and to look at that and be like, oh, he can't do anything without Tony Stark. It's just like, come on, man. I think- like, is that really the read there? So, so to me, if you want to progress from that movie's theme to this movie's theme, you have to look at it in the same kind of light. What is Peter Parker's relationship to Iron Man? And, and you know, how is he... Now that he can't possibly be a sidekick for him, you know, what what's next there? You know, how does he go from being like a child superhero to an actual superhero, you know? I think yeah. all of that is there. Just That's what makes not it so fresh, it, or it's confused yeah. by all yeah. these like dumb drone like hijinks, like Andrew said. Yeah. Um, I think it's confused by dumb like teen movie shit that this movie is better than. Like lots I, I, of like, I oh, feel Peter's like, caught in a compromising position. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we joked about, like, Harold Ramis being, like, the second unit director on this movie. Hey, yeah. Ferris Bueller would never resort to this kind of shenanigans. <laughs> it's, it's, he makes it home at the end. Yeah, <laughs> when he tries Nick Fury's Porsche out the back garage. Yeah. Also, Harold Ramis famously did not direct Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I am an idiot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Directed by Super Ex-Girlfriend. There you go. Right. No, yeah. Is, is yeah. homecoming yeah. that different? Come on. It is maybe over romanticizing. You're like, very. I I acknowledge that for sure. There is like. It it's it's not it doesn't have like horny jokes. I'll I'll, I'll give you that. There's a couple horny jokes in here about but this, some like horn dogs going down. The deviations but. in in homecoming are at least usually designed to show like the hero coming to terms with his like powers and yeah. all sorts of the other good stuff that makes a comic book movie good by and large. Like and the high school shenanigans stuff in that movie tie way better into the main plot. Yeah. Cause in, yeah, I, I just think it's just a way tighter movie that like you, I don't think Alex, I mean, you feel free to disagree with me, but I don't think anybody can call far from home, like a tightly structured movie with no sure. weird, like side pieces that, like it's it's too it's too much for its own good, which is another like classic second movie problem. For sure, yeah. And I also can't. Sounds like I'm, you have a neighbor that disagrees with you, Jordan. Well, I don't a, know. It's a dog, by the sound of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does not appreciate your take on no, this. No, he's really mad we didn't do production. my first choice for tonight, which no joke was the film Underdog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We were going to have an interview with the star. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's outside, yeah, he's outside yeah. drinking from a sewer drain. Yeah. You guys need to tell our green off. room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just been so pissed off that he's been pranking our show the whole time by <laughs> calling ambulances and making me not make a whole lot of sense. I think yeah. he spiked my virgin Diet Coke tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. Okay. Well, and yeah, I, I I get you. I, I can't believe I'm saying from. this though. I, I don't think it's that. Like I wish much of a departure, but I can definitely too, see how it yeah, can be read that way. I don't know. I like this actually needed like a fucking flashback scene or something. Like like Downey should have filmed another scene maybe, and they could have like had something like that to start the movie out. Uh, I, though I he still appears scenes- in this movie. I think more scenes with uh, Happy Hogan and honestly building out the relationship between uh, Beck and uh, Peter like Mysterio would have been a lot better. It would have made him giving up, giving his power up to him a lot more meaningful rather than like the way the movie portrays it. It's a thing he sort of does on a lark in a check bar. It's mine. Wow. Yeah. 
You, you know what goes down in check bars. I don't have to tell you twice. No, you so, don't. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, we could all see I how mean, that might happen. Oh, man. <laughs> you know how sunglasses I've given away and frogged. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know what mm-hmm. I mean. So, I, like, spoilers for the, like, ranking at the end. The best kind of spoilers. Like, Alex, it sounds like you like this more than Homecoming or at least as much. No, 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 I don't. So what don't you like about this? Um, no, I, 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 I think this is just a case of I agree with you guys just not to the same degree as i sense in your voices um i i do think homecoming is super hard to live up to because of how everything uh ties together in that movie everything plays nicely with all the other parts of itself um i think that's great and it's hard to live up to that and this movie certainly doesn't and it doesn't really try to i would say but uh that's also just you know, just because it didn't try doesn't mean it shouldn't be judged on that. So, yeah, I, I, I agree that, like, wandering around makes for a looser, more disconnected feeling movie. But uh, I, I, don't, I just don't I don't know. It sounds like you guys are, like, really salty about it. And I'm just like, well, no, it's still good. It's still a good movie. Andrew? I mean, it's kind of a classic MCU problem where uh, I don't really like the story of the movie, but I still very much enjoy the tone that they have, like the, the angle that they have for these characters. Like it's I enjoy ex- the performances yeah. a lot. Like they, they clearly understand what makes these characters fun and watchable. Yeah. Uh, this just- is not a Thor, the dark world or Iron Man two situation where it's difficult to sit through. This is yeah. an incredibly easy watch. Yeah. And also like uh, this is, I mean, we've compared it to Iron Man three and I do think that there's some like, structural similarities but i feel that Do you mean being meandering yeah but i think that this does this uh this lands a lot of the things that iron man 3 sort of misfires right. on it's yeah it's it seems less like iron man 3 feels like an episode of a science fiction show where they're suddenly vastly over budget and they need to scale things back for yeah. a couple hours. It, it seems sort of like the webisode that like fills in the details of the end <laughs> or like adds a like epilogue to something. And yeah. like for me, um, <clears throat> just because, you know, this, these all follow in a chronological format of, you know, coherence. Um, like homecoming, I was homecoming leaves you with, an idea that of what's coming ahead. Um, and that's just, I I can't knock far from home for that, but this is like the most uncertain the MCU has been in a very long time, just because it's about to become even more of like a multimedia sort of thing. Like it's, it's going to exist actively in theaters and through these limited series that may or may not end up having multiple seasons. So much like the character himself, like, the the universe seems like it's in a bit of a crossroads right now. Like it's, do you really think that that's uncertainty <clears throat> or just sort of a lack of, uh, cause I would also say that I wasn't that I'm not so jazzed about the future of like this character, even, in, even if I didn't know what was going on. See, I'll, the I'll disagree with you for sure. with that, like I'm, especially because of the way that they end this and the fact that I was going to say the fact, like even with an ending like that, the fact that that's, that sort of struck me as a little bit of like, this might be a harsh way to put it, but it like a little bit of a crutch for something that is like losing energy. Well, like, you could say that cliffhangers like are that. usually like that in general, but Alex will probably have a wild. Yeah. Alex, what do you think? 
Dinky's wrong. I, like, <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Like, wrong. <laughs> no, it, it, it seems like it's in a really interesting place. They kind of toy with it the whole movie of him being like, uh, of, you, you know, MJ what finding out. What if we out. didn't trust the media? Yeah. <laughs> that's how they're going to yeah. get rid of this. They're just going to say it was fake news. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. But, um... People keep thinking, no, that's legitimately, like, the tone on Reddit. People being like, I think in the next movie they're just going to play it off as a joke. It, well, I wouldn't or be surprised. Or they'll use the scrolls to to have Peter Parker show up. <laughs> I, I was, I was, that I got it. Okay, I was watching uh, recently some episodes of Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yes, I okay. know where this is going. <laughs> the, um, um. I don't know, Alex, this, they, they use this ending so often that I don't know if you know where this is actually going. <laughs> oh, okay. okay Maybe so, it's um, a different one. Yeah. It's a, the Hugo Strange episode. Yeah, is that I know the where one you're that, going is, with Do this. you know this one, Alex? Yeah. Um, I think so, but... Okay, so in the, episode, yeah, in the episode of Batman the Animated Series, um, like, uh, and favorite bit character of Andrews, Leslie Tompkins. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dr. Leslie Tompkins, yeah. thank you. Yep. <laughs> I think she's a judge. She's not what? a doctor. Oh, she's not a doctor. She's a doctor. She, uh, yeah, you can see her medical clinic in uh, Arkham City. Yeah. Where's Leslie yep. Tompkins? I, so I, maybe it wasn't Leslie Tompkins. Either, Either way, yeah, the credentials of a Hold fictional on. character. If, yeah. uh, fast forward to uh, 93 minutes into this episode if you don't want to hear this Tompkins uh, discussion. <laughs> do, 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 do. Okay. They are fast forwarding. You don't have to. No, no, no. Do, 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 do. Okay, so it's now 93 minutes in. We've concluded that we're not sure if it's Leslie Tompkins. Uh, no, it's, it's definitely. No, it's, it's no, definitely. No, no. Leslie Tompkins. We don't know if it's a Masters or Doctor. No, yeah. it's it's Judge Vargas. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Anyways, again, you, you this the- has nothing to do with the the, the, the like tangentially related joke. I'm actively losing my mind. Please. Anyways, okay, okay. So episode of Batman. I could just, just I should have started this by saying. Batman's friend, because that's all the information you need for the purpose of this story. Andrew is in, like, hands on his face. All right. Okay. Let me start out. A woman falls in the water. Also information you don't need. Anyways. Okay. So, um, this dude, Hugo Strange is blackmailing people, um, by, like, exposing their most inner, their, like, innermost secrets and, you know, extorting them for it. So Bruce Wayne goes in and Hugo Strange discovers that he's Batman and attempts to sell a secret identity to uh, Joker and Penguin and Two-Face. Um, and Batman like intervenes and he puts like a fake recording up as like the, the um, crucial evidence and all that stuff. And anyways, um, Hugo Strange is apprehended, but he says, none of this matters because I know that Batman is actually Bruce Wayne. And then Bruce Wayne walks up right next to Batman and he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, this can't be. (laughs) Hold on. Do you want another take of this? I do. Yes. No, (laughs) this can't be. (laughs) One bat. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Alex is seconds away from quitting this show forever. Yes, Count Hugo Strange. There you go. Okay. So he's like, what? How? (laughs) So it turns out that um, that the, the Bruce Wayne 
double there. Not the Batman double. Is Dick Grayson doing a perfect Bruce Wayne impression <laughs> while standing on stilts? Why he didn't do the Batman impression is beyond me. He was looking for a challenge. He's he like, was. He's, like, yeah. he's an actor. He's a performer. Right. Yeah. He's like, what's the hardest possible way we could do he's this? He's trying to chase the high you only get from being a circus acrobat. <laughs> the thrill of the yeah. deception. Yeah. Yes. He doesn't care that it's that same thrill that cost him his, his parents. <laughs> So I Batman spent so much time shooting people in alleys. He's trying to capture that high. Yes. Anyways. Speaking of overly elaborate ruses, yeah. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, you went, went through all that. Yeah. No, hold on. Yeah. And you guys said that Far From Home has a bunch of divergences. <laughs> no, how is this connect? Oh, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so the scrolls can be Peter the scrolls. Yeah. That was yeah. where it went to here. Yeah. So, so you could just have a scroll be like, no, guys, I'm Peter Parker right here. Exactly. Peter Parker yeah. is still Spider-Man. Or I, I guess Spider-Man has like a, a a face mask. You could just put anyone in the Spider-Man costume and have Peter put Parker. Put Mary Jane in stilts in a perfect <laughs> Spider-Man mask as Peter Parker. Yes, and yes. have her do the voice. Yeah. And then you can have a scroll BMJ. <laughs> and yeah, there you go. Yeah. Problem solved. And the no, scroll's no like, I could just be Peter. And they're like, like no, 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 shut no, no. up. Shut up. Yeah, we got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now give me that Tom Holland wig. There you go. <laughs> and that feeling of being undervalued turned him into super scroll. Yes, yes. That's, that's, yeah. just to be seen that, in, that I remember it. in um, January 2025's Fantastic Four movie. The fact that it's releasing in January, probably not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, I, I ultimately do think that um, there are two anti, like, um, after credit sequences here. One of them is strictly, like, Peter-based. Um, and, like shows the fallout of pretty much the only... Is there any other Marvel hero who actually has a super a secret identity anymore? Is that like... That's In a, the MCU? Yeah, it just seems like something that... Yeah, they largely did away with them. Like Daredevil in that Man. series yeah. has a secret identity. Um, but most characters don't. <laughs> or they have other lives, but nobody like cares about them. Like Nobody's really asking what Sam's up to these days. It's like... Oh, yeah. I think I saw him on the news wearing a bird costume and and no mask. Uh, I guess he's Falcon. (laughs) You think Captain America is the same Captain America that was mysteriously lost (laughs) for 60 years? Yeah, I guess so. No, no relation. That's Steve Rogers. Um, So you're left with that really, like, personal... They're just career superheroes now. So you're left with that, and then you're left with a second anti... Or after credit sequence, which like furthers this transition towards like massive cosmic level interplanetary problems. So I'm sort of not clear where their, you know, where their priorities lie now. Like, are they going to be, no, are they going to be focusing more on like, you know, established characters or are they going to turn this into some sort of, uh, sure, and they literally get up on stage and announce War. like eight yeah. movies at a time. I yeah. don't know. Some of those are sequels. Yeah, I know. 
So, so, so you can you can just kind of look at the schedule and be like, hmm, well, that one's on Earth. Yeah. Hey. That one's not. Hmm, I wonder. It seems like we can. Oh, yeah. John and Jane moviegoer don't have access to your fancy graphs. I feel like if we yeah. just make like Jordan a Disney shareholder, this will solve a lot of our problems. Well, most of these problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could just, just buy. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we have to get them for him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Shares are something or it's when Andrew gets snacks that I'm allowed to have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jordan's looking at the upcoming lineup like, oh, Blade, you think that one will be with Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, what the hell are you talking about, bro? <laughs> What was your problem? I'm Bob? like the kid who thinks he finishes an exam really quickly because he knows everything and he walks out and he's just fucking wrong. Like, oh, yeah. 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 Do you have a on that second page? Over. Yeah. <laughs> See, he'll never listen to this show, but um, a certain friend of Andrew and I um, in high school was super confident about an exam and was the first person to turn it in. And then someone was like, what did you think of the second, you know, the, the second side, side of the, the other page. side of the page? And he's yeah. like, second side, flat out failed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got him. <Yeah. laughs> um, let's move. I think that um, they'll have to send another ambulance if we, <laughs> like, uh, I'm definitely a danger to the show and I'm maybe a danger to myself and others at this point. I'm not really out <laughs> a gas leak in this apartment. Yeah, there's something wrong. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. The walls are melting. <laughs> Andrew does have some like vaguely psychedelic art up here. They have melt, yeah, a little bit. I can't, yeah. I can't see it. Yeah, this exactly. Is a radio this is really show good for radio. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me describe, describe it. Yeah. Red, <laughs> yellow, orange, <laughs> circular, here. sometimes lines. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, Those are all the we... clues to the first NMP <laughs> art contest. Yeah. <laughs> The first yeah. person who can do an accurate artist rendition of my yes. apartment can interior yeah. will get uh, can, like all of our NMNP DVDs. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and can also believe like Alex of his thing. contractual obligations to the yeah, show. Yeah, he can be on the show. Because uh, much, like, uh, much like Downey Jr., Alex has done his time and is looking for a way out. <laughs> <laughs> He's paid his debt. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, if you want to hear more of this, let's uh, high-class drivel. You yeah. can uh, yeah. go yeah. to uh, normalmovies.com, which is sporadically but lovingly updated by Andrew. <laughs> also, we're not high-class drivel. That's normal. What would you say? That's normal wine. It's oh. high-class. <laughs> yeah, we're just drivel. Yeah. Here we're imbibing no, I think the we're truth. at least, we're not at least a Chardonnay. economy yeah. plus, right? No, there's no way this is a, the performance <laughs> no, we're, of... We're Spirit I mean, Airlines you, coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're the Spirit <laughs> Airlines... minus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're the Spirit <laughs> Airlines seats. We have to pedal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings things full circle to the Flintstones, yeah. which is where we started. Yes. <laughs> What's your fixation with Fred Flintstone, dude? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to joke. After this, I'm going to Times Square to do acid with Wilma. <laughs> Wilma is definitely a, like a 45-year-old surly man. <laughs> Why would Wilma be out after midnight, too? Uh, just like Wilma, a chain smoker. There yeah, we go. That's it. Yabba um, dabba do, I like talking to you. <laughs> Yabba dabba, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> do we just call this a Flintstones episode? <laughs> just, yeah, Spider-Man, Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> uh, that barely works. No, no. That's what, but in order to make it work, more Flintstone stuff. Mr. Slate, <laughs> what's the deal with him? <laughs> Quarries. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, 
John Goodman? I, I have queries. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's... Um, Please wind this down, you, this United If play. you have um, anything to say to us... <laughs> I'm sure they do now. They might. Um, and if you have any opinions on whether Rosie O'Donnell was well cast as Betty Rebel, uh, hit us up at, uh, at Golden Pounce on Twitter and... For the love of God, give us a good iTunes rating because after this we might need it. <laughs> We're going to be the first podcast ever flagged as irrelevant. <laughs> oh boy, <sighs> um, Alex, I would offer to start plugging your individual Twitter, but you do not want to be associated with the show on your spare time. <laughs> so let's just pass it, pass it up here. Um, most normal moments. I'll start it off because mine is barely funny. Uh, briefly, they. <laughs> have a shot from the drone's point of view. <laughs> I laughed. You do laugh at first person. I yeah. do. No explanation of what it is. That's it. It's the but best first it. person in Spider-Man so far because the amazing Spider-Man set a very low bar. Got some first person shit there. Yeah. Watch it again. Maybe we should uh, launch I'll pass. rewatch episodes. You know, uh, uh, review. I will repass. I, don't. <laughs> yeah. I will repass. Nope. Alex, what's your most normal moment? Also not funny. Uh, it's just me getting really salty at... Um, there's Okay, so there's a line where they're in London, the final elemental illusion is attacking where it's all the elements combined. And one teacher says, oh my god, they formed together with all their powers combined, like Power Rangers. And the other one says, Voltron. They're thinking of Voltron. And it makes me mad because b- both combined together the power rangers megazord is combined robots and voltron is combined out of robot i don't know why you would need to correct somebody who already said power rangers with the more obscure reference voltron i don't i i think less people are picking up on that one i don't know maybe whoever wrote that joke has only seen more recent seasons of power rangers maybe they don't do that anymore or maybe 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 i'm the old one maybe the check from haim saban didn't clear so they had to make his brand update it inferior to voltron remember when they thought Mm -hmm. cloverfield was the voltron movie that was a thing yeah yeah Yeah, i wish uh (laughs) back when a jj abrams movie could be anything Uh, yeah, so that's my normal moment. Weird joke that makes no sense. I don't even know if that joke lands like in theaters. I don't know if anyone. Yeah, nobody is going to laugh so, at that joke, anyways. It's not funny. Yeah, because I don't even know what the punchline is. To like to laugh at that, you have to know about Voltron and Power Rangers. Yeah, and it, think, it would be one thing if you said like if he was wrong, and then you corrected him, and you were like, "Huh, it's funny that they take the time to correct him in the middle of this dire situation." You know, there's like a joke-ish thing in there. If he was like. Well, they formed together like Gundam, and you're like, no, it's it's Voltron. Yeah. Or, or if yeah. they said like they formed together like Optimus Prime, and the other guy was like, you're thinking of the Devastator. I, I know too much. Okay, yeah. <laughs> back off, guys. Come on, chill. Uh, yeah, but as it is, it it's not a joke, and it's not funny, and it's also not a joke. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. The end. And he's swinging from a web like a <laughs> Spider-Man. Well, never mind. This or maybe not. The- yeah. <laughs> there, there's the uh, there's a new joke. <laughs> Alex is laughing, so it's way it's already doing a better job than that whole joke. No, it would straight up be like if 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 they saw Spider-Man for the first time and they were like, 
oh my god, he's he's left a bunch of webbing behind like a cobweb. And the other guy said, you're thinking of spider webs, spider webs. It was like, no, they're both webs that get, it's the same thing. I don't know why you're correcting it. That's the exact thing that happened. You see how that wasn't funny at all? It's because this shit wasn't funny at all. Holy crap. I'm getting mad now. Holy crap, is that uh, the falcon in the sky? No, it isn't. And then they move on to the next scene. <laughs> Look up in the sky. It's a bird. Yes. <laughs> Andrew, you should. Wait, Andrew, what's your. No, can, you, can you please, Andrew, just take a screenshot of that and add like cartoon word bubbles and then we can just make our own bad joke. Okay, perfect. Because Lord knows we haven't killed it enough with this. <laughs> yeah, this, this bit hasn't yeah. gone on long enough. The, saddest, make this an image the most background. troubling part about this episode is that I'm like stone cold sober. Yeah. Usually when I, <laughs> for once I might have some like hospital related brain issues, but you know, it's the altitude. That's I might it. have some hospital-related brain issues, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a bit. Memory, I, get it. I get it. Yeah, you did it. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> where am I? Andrew, uh, go again. Uh, go again? What the hell is the matter with you? I guess Fuck I'll just off. round this out with a third not-so-funny most normal moment. Uh, <laughs> mine is just... As uh, they're flying from the Netherlands to London, uh, they have one shot at the jet going over, like the English coast and they put up text that says that it's the Dorset coast. <laughs> My most normal moment is why the fuck did you put that text? Why does, it, why does it matter at all that anybody knows that it's the Dorset coast? In <laughs> test audiences without the, uh, without the caption there, everybody just stood up at once pointed at the screen and said Stonehenge, yeah, Stonehenge, yes. Stonehenge. I mean, that is like a story like that is probably the reason that text is there. Is it like a focus study, like a focus group looked at it and were like, I don't understand what's going on in that shot. And it's like two seconds long. Beating each other over the head yeah. with various instruments. It might have began with a scene which said, we're going to go fly to London. And then the shot after that was them arriving in London. But that couldn't mean anything. Really. Well, the, the, yeah. jo- the scene where... Yeah, Spider-Man repeatedly walks across Abbey Road. Didn't test really well either. They so needed to more. put up the like. Yeah. Side, yes, <laughs> Abbey Road, London, <laughs> two twelve p.m. In brackets, where the Beatles did that album yeah. cover. <laughs> yeah. In brackets for Abbey Road. Yeah. In brackets the album. Yeah. So uh, yeah, mine is uh, they think the audience is stupid. Text basically. Well, <laughs> cool. Um, cool. we're, I think we're probably in agreement for, um, Golden Pounce, but, uh, uh we knew the moment we saw this well, months Alex, ago. Alex, do you have any yeah. counter nominees to the no, one? No, 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 okay. No. Keep, keep, keep going. It's zombie Iron Man. Yeah. From Marvel what? zombies coming 2024. Yeah. They should do that when this, like the superhero fad is like dead and buried. The, well, they, they should a, just like make a yeah, hard. Well, they got to time it with two cycles where like as superheroes are going down and as like zombies are making a resurgence. They're coming back, baby. That's yeah, what they're zombies dead now. do. Everybody wants to yeah. see like Spider-Man slowly eating Aunt May in real time. Yeah. Disney executives think so. So there you go. (laughs) Coming to Disney Plus. Marvel zombies in brackets. Spider-Man. Hungry hungry heroes. Hungry heroes. God damn it. (laughs) Okay. Um, Let's rank this shit. Beep, 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 beep. Also, we are a little... um, Again, freewheeling for our movie choices here. So if you want to us to cover a certain thing... Like, oh, say, underdog. 
Uh, please, please tweet it at us. I hate this guy. I was on this show. I, don't I was that. really pushing for Superman three tonight too. <laughs> what? You never did you, that. I I did it. I was no, like, why not Superman like three? Another... No response. <laughs> It's about to uh, wanna, yeah. 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 Okay. What's who wants to go first? Uh, first last time. I think Acosta should go last since he's probably gonna have the most surprising. I feel like Alex always goes last though. Doing first last time. Uh, okay, I'll go I'll go first. Yeah, then, you in do that this. case. Uh, <laughs> I'm <all right>. bluffing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know that was bullshit. I don't remember. I'm I went first. <laughs> you never go first. Andrew, what, what you got for me? All right, um, I'm gonna just disappoint Acosta right here, right no, now. No, I'm, I'm sure it won't be that surprising. Uh, I am actually gonna put this at 49. That's not bad. Never mind, I'm disappointed. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I told you so. Uh, so it is uh, below Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two and above Batman Six. Yeah, I was about to do that same thing. What? Anyways, but mine is higher than yours. So. Okay, yeah. Alex, why don't you go next then? Uh, I was I was really thinking of putting it here at number thirty-two, so higher, obviously, but also below Guardians of the Galaxy two. Which, honestly, when I went back and rewatched it, yes, on a streaming service, I regretted it. Um, good movie. That's actually one I'm curious to legitimately go back to at some yeah, point. Yeah, good movie. I think it's I think you got to like kind of vibe with it a bit, and you got to get what it's going for. But this is not our Guardians of the Galaxy. It's too, got so Kurt Russell. Is... How bad can it be? Kids love Kurt. Kids love Kurt. Kids love Kurt. Uh, this is the Spider Dash Man Far From Home episode, and that puts it so below Guardians of the Galaxy two and above Kick Ass. It's kind of like right at the bottom of my like high tier stuff. Hmm. But I like this movie. Well, it's 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 actually not because below that is like Days of Future Past, Big Hero Six, uh, Venom. You know, <laughs> if that's the high tier, what? Hey, for, is? for me, it's super high tier. Yeah. yeah. Now Speaking that's high class right there. My list is so stupid and wrong. Okay, that's the point. Okay. Anyways, uh, having said that, number ninety-eight. No. Uh, <laughs> I would. I would die. I would have a heart attack. <laughs> well, there's several ambulances on their way here. So it probably help you out. What you um, guys said. I got to put this um, at 43, so it's below Ant-Man, which I find fine, but it's above um, a movie that increasingly makes me sick to even think about, Sin City. So, uh, yeah. It's pretty gross. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it'll improve in the sequel once we watch that. (laughs) (laughs) My God, one of the absolute just nadirs of this fucking show will be when we do that. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that in theaters. There's I'm nothing. sure you guys won't even watch it. You guys will just talk over it like always and I'll be sitting here watching oh, it by myself. Oh, fucking yeah. who? Yeah. <laughs> You're really missing the, the fucking hatred of women and all the other shit that that movie has going for it. Anyways. Yeah. Well, you'll just have to watch it ahead of time so we can't sully your experience, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, show us a little yeah, good Costa. Maybe We're watching it for watch a second time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Four twice. Yeah. We paid money to see that movie in theaters separately. Yeah. Yeah. Two Thanks. times. Two times. Um, anyways, Ant-Man on top, uh, Sin City on the bottom. So it's at number uh, f- fucking 42 for 43. Sorry for me. Um, and that about does it. Yeah. Who cares? No. <laughs> um, I think that does it for this one. Um, if you made it to this point, we applaud you. Um, but I had a lot of fun, and that's all that matters. 
Um, well, we like to have a little fun around here. Yeah, just a That's bit it. of laughing. Yeah. Friendly japes. Um, I'm signing off for myself, the increasingly incoherent Jordan, and then for Andrew. Thanks for listening. For Alex. Bye. And we'll see you in about several weeks because uh, somebody's on the road. Identify yourself. (laughs) Just throwing me under the United plane there. Oh, you're on the road? I was talking about our audience. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lazy bastards. (laughs) No, no, no. On the road is when people listen to podcasts. Pay attention, Jordan. God, well, let's hope you're in a particularly long traffic jam for this one. (laughs) Uh, Stay normal, everybody. Goodbye.